This podcast is sponsored by Barclay Estates and Management Bristol. Whether you're a landlord or a tenant, Barclay Estates and Management are committed to providing you with the best possible service. We provide a hassle-free service for landlords and access to properties all over Bristol and the surrounding areas. Hello and welcome to Robins Reunited, the Ashton Gate 8 special. My guests on this podcast, David Rogers and Jeff Merrick. We're going to start with David. David, 235 appearances, 19 goals from a centre-back position, which is very good. Bristol born and bred, a second-generation Bristol City player with Dad Arnold, a player in the 50s. Uh, forward, 204 appearances, 112 goals. Sits only behind John Attio on uh, 351 and Tom Ritchie uh, on 132 in the all-time list. So if you don't mind just starting on Arnold Rogers, mm-hmm. what a record. What a record. Yeah, I, uh, Dad was um, at Huddersfield to start with because he, he was um, a Rotherham child. So we went to Huddersfield and then City signed him and he came down here and, and, and scored as you said, quite a few goals. Yeah. He was um he wasn't tall dad, he was about five nine, five ten, but he was like built like a pocket pocket battleship. You know? <laughs> pocket battleship, that's yeah, a, a, that's the polite way. Yeah, exactly. It. But um yeah, I mean he, he scored many goals. He he had a few claims to fame like playing when he after he fractured his skull during wow. the game, he kept on playing. Right. Um, I'm sure that would have go, go down not, well. Not, this, not in the modern in the, day. Uh, in the modern day. <laughs> um, but no, he he um, he left me to decide what I wanted to do. Uh, and I I actually wanted uh, to be a footballer mm. right from the word go. Did you want to be a striker? Um, I don't think I was made for that because when I was at school, because I was so tall, they wanted to put me back in defence because right. big people in defence were the thing they may still be but um, (laughs) more so in those days and uh, he he let me make my own decision because I could have signed uh, professional forms for Gloucestershire Cricket Club as well so I so I had uh, (laughs) I had the opportunity but football was always my my first love fantastic so you were academy prospect in current world terms um, and scored on your debut in a cup game versus Leicester in 1970. Was that from centre back? Uh, that was from centre back. Right. But obviously, I didn't hit many 35 yard raspers. It was normally headers or. Yeah. Um, well, we're going to come on to some of your goals in a minute because I've been trawling through archive footage yeah. and I found several. Um, but before we do that, we'll come across to Jeff Merrick. Jeff, 434 appearances. Bristol born, in fact, grew up 10 minutes away from Ashton Gate as a city supporter. So that must be an absolute dream to have played for your boyhood club. It was, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a massive part of our community was Ashton Gate. I mean, when I was a kid, used to play in the park opposite and um, we couldn't very often afford to go and buy our way into the ground, so... Mm. We used to climb over the fence or between the barbed wire or <laughs> we might beg someone half time to let us in for nothing and sometimes yeah. they did. So it was a massive part of the community and the players used to sort of hang around in North Street and around Ashton in general because 
they didn't have flash motors then. They used mm. to just stay where they were. They all lived in Ashton. Um, so Bristol City was a massive part of my life, and mm. to actually get there in the end and play football for them was um, more than a dream. It was beautiful, yeah. Yeah, well, I can only imagine. Um, Centre-back partners included Dickie Rooks, Gary Collier, and the man on my left, David Rogers. Yeah. Did you guys have a have a good understanding, good partnership? Who was going to take the player well, out? We were just gonna... talking about that. I mean, <laughs> Dave's about a foot and a half taller than me, and for some reason I was the one that used to go and up to head all the footballs, and he stood back and made himself look good. So, um, Is that right, Dave? Um, I would dispute that. <laughs> I would dispute it to a point. Um, uh, and as I said to, to to Jeff when we were chatting about this, yeah. I said that uh, when Norman Hunter came and and joined us, that it was a bit of role reversal because well, you Jeff went to went, left back. Didn't Jeff you? went to left yeah, back, yeah. and Norman used to say to me, "Go and win it," you know. And I'd come off with like three stitches in there <laughs> and everything like that, a broken nose, and uh, Norman would just be there like dancing around with his <laughs> left foot and nudging it. In fact, I got to the point where my original passport photo, my nose was going the other way. Um, and, uh, yeah, that was always fun, something... Oh, lack of practice. You need to practice the heading more. Yeah, I... I <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, just like those afternoons, when we, Tuesday afternoons, when they, when they used yeah. to whack them in from the halfway line. Yeah. Go and win it, Dixie Shane. Go, go and head the ball, go yeah. and head the ball. The guy that did all that Lemo South, where he looked after the kit, looked after the footballs. Yeah. I think he got to the stage where... He no longer filled the footballs with air. He just put concrete straight in it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the, and the balls were quite unforgiving, I, I, I oh, bet, they, in the 70s compared to what they are now. Yeah. I, I mean, my uh, grandson plays a lot of football and they turn up for matches with these balls and I mm. look at them and I think, Jesus, yeah. you know, it's just like... That'd a, be a dream to head. It's that, just like... It? I'm happy with that, but then 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 the ball's in the air with the kids, and they still get locked out and what have you. And they just think uh, it's all the publicity. This all get, some things get. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. Do you ever get involved in the coaching? Is it hard not to get involved? Um, no, because yet again in this day and age, you're um, if you do sort of more regular sessions mm. with the coach and you've got to do your see on the check and yeah, everything and like that. And passes. And uh, stuff. I did all that when I was at. Clifton and I right. had to do it because of being with the kids there and also you know at the end of it all they've got people who coach there yeah um, I find it difficult to keep my mouth shut mind when I'm <laughs> when I'm watching him and also our, uh, also our daughter plays uh, granddaughter plays up in uh, London so oh, wow. go and watch her as well so fantastic so we've we covered uh, the promotion with uh, Jerry Sweeney and Trevor Tainton and a little bit about the Arsenal game, which you led the team out um, on that day at Arsenal um, with a 1-0 victory. We've seen the Paul Cheesley goal, but uh, what was that like, leading out the team in the first game back in the first division for, I think it was 65 years? Pretty mundane. Yeah, rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> Crap. I've had better. I've had better games. Yeah. Probably, better probably, probably... Second best moment in my footballing career. I think the the best moment was obviously when we got promotion against Portsmouth, mm -hmm. and then to walk out at Highbury because Arsenal wanted to sign me to start with. That was something, and Arsenal were my 
my favourite team. You know, I, I always right. loved the Arsenal, and to to come out of that tunnel where they got the two like greenhouses on the left, left yeah. and the right hand side of the tunnel, um, was something special. And yeah. then yeah. to go and win was just ridiculous. You know, it's just something that um, well, not just win. Uh, the the guys before said it should have been three or four. Well, yeah, it could have been. It could have been. Yeah, yeah, but. Um, I'm one of these pessimistic people that always think that you know we're going to get beat six 0 So to one one nil was absolutely that. amazing. I mm. think that was one of Dix's mistakes as well. Right, that that game he didn't pick me. I oh, right. who's that? Alan Dix. He didn't pick me for the team that day. <laughs> I was, Were I, you on the bench? I was, was, it, was it one on the it bench? It was then? one sub, and I was there, stuck at the back oh. in the in the club suit, sort of <laughs> watch, watching them, thinking, yeah, but. I can't believe what's going on here. Right. You know, because we so who was we were good. Who was ahead in front of you then? Um, I couldn't honestly tell you. Um, I mean, the, the problem is that that was quite a long time ago. Yeah. And uh, yeah, unless you right. actually look at all... I, I thought you would have them on a dartboard. No, uh, <laughs> no, because that, that that's the thing about those lads. Yeah, you all played for each other. We played for one another. Yeah. And... Because Jeff, Trevor, myself, Chris, um, and I'm about to have forgotten someone else, mm. we were Bristol people. Yeah. Uh, and you we just them to could succeed. not believe yeah. we got into that situation. And uh, a lot of us had come up through the youth teams mm. as well. Mm -hmm. So we knew one another. And so it was grafting for one another yeah. and that's, know, the team spirit was fantastic that that team spirit you know you don't find that a lot in the modern game um you know we've seen it at, at bristol city over the years with a collective um but yeah that's that's great to hear you know all playing for each other and all supporting each other in and out of the team etc um i said that i'd found some goals mm. so i'm going to show you some of these goals now um and uh, i want you just to we're going to play them in the background but please do feel free to give us a bit of thought and commentary as we see so this is at ashton gate ball comes in header top corner david rogers is that, is that your your default celebration? I think I won a bit better than that, but that was a that was a regular one. So that, that was, was a, Southampton. Oh, Southampton. Oh, if you'd have said to me I scored against Southampton, yeah, I wouldn't. You wouldn't have believed me. Here no. we go. This is this one. I remember that was a right-footed shot from about six That's yards. That's a day. volley. Sorry, volley. A was volley. it a volley? <laughs> yeah. For the purposes of the podcast, that was a volley. It was a volley. Um, we'll put these up on social media so everyone listening can see these as well. Yeah. Um, but uh, can you put yourself out there, Jeff, as well? No, yeah, he was the little bloke. <laughs> so that, that was uh, yeah, a 2-3-1 loss to Arsenal in 1978. 27,000 27, in attendance Amazing. for that one. Yeah. Here's, here's another one again at Ashton. You like to score at Ashton Gate, didn't you? Bullet header from a corner. Yeah. Who would have whipped that corner in, typically? Um, I want to say Clive. Yeah. yeah. I want to say Clive, but... So that was a 4-1 home Bolton, win yeah. versus Bolton. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah. Lower attendance, though, for some reason. Evening. Ah, People right, there we go. People got home from work. This one's Manchester away. United, This no. one's away. Tapping on the line this time. Up, up for... Uh, up for that one, that might have been... Oh, it's a cup game, there you go. FA Cup, 2-1, um, 65th minute. Yeah, a bit of a poacher. 
Yeah, bit of a picture. Back at Ashton Gate. Look at the pitch. <laughs> the pitch. You, you wouldn't see it like there's, that in this day Joe. and age, would you? I'm going round the back. No celebrate. Oh, he's he's off. <laughs> Obviously, the pitch was taking it out. <laughs> <laughs> Does this bring in, invoke it? When's the last time you saw these goals? Funnily enough, I'm not sure if I've seen... Ever seen them. Ever. Some of those. In fact, I'm... That was at I'm, home to Chelsea. This is... Look at this footage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Early season. Is it Man United? That's Man United. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. There's yeah. the arm going up. Yeah, left-handed. Up, left arm went up. So what... Just... We'll pause it. That was you know, Man United. Pause it. There's some more to come. Mm. But... I, I played football at, at, at a very low, much lower standard than Bristol City, very much lower. Um, but I would love to see some of my goals that I scored over the years. Some absolute crackers, Matt, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> what's it like to see your, to see yourself scoring at Ashton Gate? Well, I suppose because <laughs> it was well, um, not like not like now where you've got you know Sky Sports showing every game yeah. and all of that. Well, I, I suppose at the end it? of it all, we were there to defend. So when you went up and managed to get your head on one or get your foot to something, then yeah. it was a bit of a bonus. Yeah. Because people like Tom, Joe, yeah. Kevin Mabbott, those Chris, mm. those were the people that were ready yeah. paid to score the goals. Absolutely. They, but you went up or I went up for those um corners free kicks because my natural height and what have you yeah um, and must have caused a little bit of chaos you were, and Scott Davison des <coughs> described you as the striker we never had as well with all the goals that we've seen here <laughs> well I think um, without wishing the ball Jeff I think <laughs> that for two years on the trot while we were in the first division mm. I was the leading defender scorer right there we are then there we well, are I was one season I was top scorer goal scorer I scored four Four but two of them first... were own goals, weren't they, mate? No, no, no. <laughs> they end. I mean, I did score lots of own goals. I mean, yeah, they've got to be in there. Part and parcel of the plan, wouldn't it? Absolutely. We'll keep we'll keep this rolling. There's some more goals coming up now. Another header. Yeah. I knew where to be. You see, yeah. I sensed it. They're all that pretty was... identical, aren't they? Yeah, it's <laughs> quite white. Yeah, head, not the same one playing over and over again, is it? No, no, that was Man City. <laughs> Oh, that diving header. There we go. Oh, no, no. There he is. No, there Poaching is. on the line again in the right place at the right time. Bolton away. I want to say that. Is that Man City? Yeah, Man yeah, City. I remember that. We lost. Consolation. Yeah, we lost. <laughs> yeah consolation. Is that a, I thought it was further out, that header. I remembered it from being much you, further I'll out. I'll give you all this footage. There we go. Right footed this time. Right well, one thing that I'm surprised at, there's no one's marking you, Dave. <laughs> Did you pay them or something? No, no, I, I think the comment from behind is actually very good movement of the yeah. ball, losing. Because well, I mean, as a defender, you used to know how strikers moved. Yeah. Well, I'm I talking actually, a load of rubbish now, you know. I that. Think that I'm just going to sit back and let you guys talk. <laughs> I think this is I, better. I think that that is surprising because when I watch football now, Premiership football, it's plenty obvious that no one defends, especially in the penalty area, no, no. one's interested. No. But I thought back when we played, people did. But seeing those goals, they don't. <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've managed to find a goal for you as well. Oh, God. Here right. we go. I must have made it. Yeah, here we go. We'll see now. You can talk us through this. The ball comes in. Header. 
Diving header. He fell Jeff over. Is that me? Yeah, apparently so. I Football reckon. League Cup round four. Jeez. Oh yeah, yeah. Three that. one yeah. away at Leeds. Did I you remember that? Yeah. Did you trip over them? Nineteen seventy nine. I do now because of all that stuff I used to do. Yeah. Trip do, you want, over do you want to see it again? <laughs> I'll show yeah, you yeah, again. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, again, is, corner this. comes in, and uh, so diving header. Good marking. Yeah. No one picking you up. Oh, ghosted. Ghosted in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some of the players in that team, I think, who was that? Was that number nine would have been Joe Royal. I'm going to yeah. go to some more footage now. And this is the famous Coventry game. Um, yeah. Were you both playing in that no, game? No, we, we were sat together play. in the stand. Where are you? Well, yeah. we'll avoid that one. But, yeah. um, uh, you yeah. know, the fact that Jimmy Hill put the crucial bit was the kickoff was late, wasn't it? Because of people trying to get into the ground. And then Jimmy Hill puts the score up on the screen of the Sunderland. Uh, game and then well, the no. last 10 minutes it was I just kicking never the ball around. that. <laughs> just thought I'd tell you and the listeners. It would be a secret. <laughs> yeah, no one, no one, no one knew that. But Jerry Gow, Jerry Gow scores. I think his only goal of the season. That was the, that was the only game, I think both of us had been involved with, either watching or playing. Yeah. You knew what the result was going to be 20 minutes before the end. <laughs> Because at one stage, you don't often see that, do you? Celebrating once, with the opposition. Once the result came through from Sunderland, it was just like passed to one another. It was a waste of time, wasn't it? That that last ten minutes, fifteen minutes well, it was, of that it game. It was difficult to stop Donny Guinea scoring a goal. Yeah, he, they had to grab he, hold of him he and wanted say to stop score it. A goal, didn't he? Yeah, but yeah. the um, the commentary said, players said, "What the heck are you doing?" Mm. Yeah. And he said, right, where are you? I'm Gilly, you want to get a goal. And <laughs> they said, listen, and I think by that time, Sreen had exercised his, um, another, I won't say authority. Right. Was another he... little bit of um, interesting stuff would be that after after the game was finished and you know the season was finished and I think they went on tour. Did you go on tour? Yeah. And the club that was absolutely... Oh, they were so upset at what happened because Sunderland went down. And the funny part mm. about it was when they went on tour, they stayed in the same hotel as Sunderland. Oh, wow. So there was a few ructions going on, I can tell you. Yeah. We've got a picture on the screen here. Um, you're in a wheelbarrow, uh, yeah. supported by David. Oh, it's still going to get my wages. I was going to say, what is, what's going on here? Are you That's, advertising yeah, wheelbarrows? So or? I'm on the way to get my wages out of the office. <laughs> According to what people say. And I, th anyway. I think it's really interesting because that's the sort of pictures photographers used to come right. and take. Right. Silly. Stick him in a wheelbarrow. Silly ones that, yeah. like, who would actually do that today? Yeah. I mean, who are you, these two could guys? Could you yeah. see De Bruyne and, like, all those people sat in a wheelchair and yeah. doing that? No. Well, my, you're at, not in a rusty wheelbarrow, no. Quite frankly, my opinion is they ought to start doing a bit more because they're all at their own backsides. <laughs> yeah, fair <laughs> they, ought to, they ought to add a bit more fun to this football game. Yeah, it's getting too serious. Yeah, no, and Rogers commercial here. What's going on here, yeah. David Rogers? That was my um, a chap called Ivor Williams, who yeah. with the boss of Mobility Car and Van. He was one of the directors as well. He he um, gave Clive and myself. Uh, a car. Why? With our na names on the side. Yeah. And uh, he then, I think, 
that was just to start with. But then, as Jeff said, he went on to become a, a, a director of, of the club. Could have given you a new car, though, couldn't he? <laughs> that was Clive's. Oh, was Clive's. <laughs> yeah, that one had Clive Whitehead written on the back. Yeah, mine, mine was, uh, I think I had a, yeah, Vauxhall or something nice little like still, that. Yeah. But I, Ivor Williams was certainly a very, yeah. very nice person. Yeah. Yeah. Very Fantastic. nice person. Well, I think we've been given a signal at the door that we need to wrap this up. Um, so I just want to say a massive thank you to both of you. For, uh, for reliving some of those memories. And, you know, the focus of this podcast is your, is your playing days, but obviously it's the Ashton Gate 8, the 40th anniversary. And as, as a fan, a massive thank you for what you did for the club. And uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to meet you yeah, and talk to you. Before you sign off, I've just written a book. All Go on then. Sort of stuff. Absolutely you have. Um, yeah. so, so tell us all about it. Neil Palmer has written Neil, it with Neil, you. Well, Neil Palmer did all the... Um, Spelling and punctuation, punctuation yeah. and that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but, so we're actually on our bonus show uh, over the last two episodes. We're, <coughs> we're getting people to share that, and uh, and the, they enter then a prize draw to win a signed copy that I'm oh, sure right. you've done plenty of um, over uh, the last well, couple of days. Do, you had a big signing yeah, event, didn't do, you? Do, do some more, no problem yeah, at all. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, you can you can win that book, but it is available now on Amazon. Um, and yeah, we'll, well it's available from West End Farm Nelsey. There we go, Jeff Merrick. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. You can turn up on the door, and you can walk away maybe with some, you know, free range eggs. Oh wow, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Fifty-one cows. I thought I've heard you've got. Is that true? Well, don't tell my wife. Is it fifty now? <laughs> no, it's more like thirty-five because I sold thirteen, but it breaks right. her heart, so I've never told her. Right. Yeah. No. Fantastic. Um, so thank you very much guys for coming on um, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the weekend yeah I'm sure we will yeah thank you thanks both thank you